It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Dietra Giles. So, you don't agree with your performance evaluation. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. I would say in my over 20 years in human resources, very, I would say about 80%, that's off the top of my head, of people disagree in some way with their performance evaluation. Very few people walk in and are like, oh my gosh, this evaluation is 100% accurate. I love it. My boss is amazing. They got it right. In some way, shape, or form, people disagree with their performance evaluation. Unless you have been able to write your own evaluation and you wrote a stellar evaluation and you think it's perfect. But for the most part, there's something that people disagree with. So let me tell you what to do if you disagree with your performance evaluation. I'm going to give you, there's a lot to do, but I'm going to give you five quick highlights of what you should do if you disagree with your performance evaluation. One and two kind of go together. So you all know my philosophy. I teach conflict management. Um, I actually have a master's of science in conflict management, teach it for companies, negotiations, um, and the Goldman Sachs and Thousand Small Business Program, all that good stuff around the world, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. you all know my bio. One thing I say, I say consistently, if you hear anybody else say it, they stole it from me because I made this up. But when you make a statement, you're setting up for an argument, but when you ask a question, you are setting up for a conversation. I'll say it again because I want you all to remember it even outside of the performance evaluation realm. It's just a good conflict management tool and that's why I created it and that's why I teach it. When you make a statement, you are setting up for an argument. But when you ask a question, you are setting up for a conversation. So what does that look like in the performance evaluation process? You get a, a, a rating that you don't agree with. Instead of saying that rating is wrong, that's not how we're approaching this. Not that that rating is wrong. Ask a question. So what kind of question could you ask? Oh, explain to me how you came to that rating. Help me understand why that rating was the rating I received. Are you able to provide information that justifies this rating? Also, it's your tone. Notice how I said that. Are you able to give me information that justifies this rating versus give me some information to show me why you gave me this rating? Tone is everything. And here's what I also tell people. Just because you put a question mark at the end of it does not mean it's actually a question, right? So we, 
it, I, I had a good mentor that said, if you can put idiot at the end of it, it's probably not a question. Like when you look at somebody and say, what were you thinking? Idiot. It's not a question. It's a statement. Why in the world would you do that? Idiot. It is just because you have a question mark at the end does not make it a question. So ask legitimate questions. Are you able to give me information to support that rating? Right. That's number one. Ask questions. So remember, if you make a statement, you're setting up for an argument. But when you ask a question, you're setting up for a conversation. And here's the reality. You want the performance evaluation process to be a conversation. Because remember the first part of this series, this is about your strategy going forward, not looking backwards. And the only way to develop a real strategy with the help of your supervisor is to have a conversation. So number one, ask questions. Goes right into number two, don't argue. This is not the time to create an argument. Here's the reality. You can argue if you want to, but there's a such thing as being right and having the wrong results. And I've seen so many people argue with their supervisor about the performance evaluation and they end up being quote unquote right. Oh yeah, you, you were right, but you got the wrong results. You've now created an enemy in your career development. And while you can send me messages and teach it, that's not right. We should do something about it. This is reality. This is life. It's like I never understand the people that call customer service and want to curse out the customer service agent. Like, who do you, who do you think is going to help you? Like, you're going to curse them out, upset them. And then what? You want them to do what for you? They're going to help you at the minimum. Now, they might give you what you called and asked for barely. You might get hung up on. You might get some help and they may make it harder than it has to be. Or you could call there saying, I have a problem. I apologize. I'm really frustrated right now. But if you could help me, that would be amazing. Very different situation because the power is really in their hands. This is human nature. So we can act like human nature doesn't exist just because you're an employee and they're an employer, but human nature is human nature. So if you create an argument, the more you argue, the longer you argue, the more you're digging yourself into the position of having an enemy. And do you want to be right on this performance evaluation, but have created an enemy in your career development? I don't think you want that, right? So don't argue. We can have a conversation, but we are not arguing. Number three, this is where your yay me file that we talked about last time comes in. Be able to support your position. I've seen so many people come into my office when I was head of HR and they wanted to rebut their performance evaluation. They didn't like what their supervisor said. And I would say, cool, they've given me information to support their rating. What information do you have to support that their rating is off? They had none. As a matter of fact, that's how it ended up in my office. It ended up with me because their supervisor said, sure, if you have information to the contrary of what I've given you, I'm happy to review it. I'm happy to consider all the data available. 
And if you have data that speaks differently than the information I have already provided, then give it to me. And guess what? They had none. That's why that yay me file is so important. Because I've seen people who had who came to some, some of my training sessions and around career development, around getting from the cubicle to the corner office. And in those sessions, I talk about how to develop and maintain your yay me file. They had that yay me file. And when their supervisor said, hey, if you have information that contradicts what I have, I'm happy to consider it. And they were able to say, I'm glad you asked. I actually do have information that contradicts what you've, what you've determined. And the supervisor considered it and it never made it to my office. It never made it to my office because the supervisor said, hey, I did not. I'm sorry. I wasn't tracking this. Didn't have this information. You are right. Let's have a conversation and change this. So have information to support the rating that you think you should get. And number four. Remember I just said some of those things never made it to my office? That's the goal. You want to solve this concern or even dispute at the lowest level. The less people you get involved, the better off you will be. The idea is that you want to preserve this working relationship. And the more people get involved, the more you deteriorate the working relationship between you and your evaluator. And you want to lessen the impact of that as much as possible. You want to lessen the opportunity to cause any more division between you two than you have to. So do your darndest to solve it at the lowest level. Here is what I'm not saying. I am not saying if you feel like you were unfairly evaluated, you should not go above your supervisor's head. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, what I am saying, though, is that going above your supervisor's head should not be your first course of action. And I've seen several people, they get an evaluation they don't like. The first thing they do is run to HR or run to their supervisor's supervisor or run to some senior vice president or, 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 or. What I'm saying is barring you not having some already problematic relationship with your supervisor and having to have gone around them before, if every, if all things are considered and created equal, solve this at the lowest level possible, i.e. start with your supervisor. Again, this is not talking about those people that already have a tumultuous relationship with a supervisor and things are already out of order and this is not your first rodeo with this person. Not talking about that. I'm talking about the normal process where supervisor employee start there. Start there. And number five, this is probably, and while there's a lot more, we can't, you know, I try to keep these under 15 minutes. There's a lot more, but let's start with this one. Know when to stop. I've seen people spend over, by the time they finish fighting about their performance evaluation, it's the next performance evaluation season. They've gotten nowhere. We're now in the second evaluation and this evaluation isn't better than the last one because they didn't know when to stop. Now, knowing when to stop may actually be in court. That If that's when it's, it's the appropriate time for you to stop, I can't tell you when 
is the right time to stop because every situation is different. If there is something illegal involved, then stopping the right time to stop may be in the courtroom. The right time to stop may be at mediation. But what I'm saying is know when the right time to stop is. Sometimes and most often the right time to stop is after you and your supervisor can't agree. And you have to determine what your next course of action is. Because some of you are have evaluations that you don't agree with. And you're fighting about your evaluation when your efforts are better served looking for another job. You're fighting about your evaluation when you're better served asking the question, what do I need to do to get from where I am to where I want to be? You're fighting about your evaluation when your time is better spent doing something else that can get you the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve. So what I'm saying is know when you're wasting time and energy on a battle that has no significance. Example, I was working with one employee, a client, and they were so upset about the performance evaluation, so upset about the performance evaluation. It wasn't even a bad evaluation, but they did not get exceeds on everything like they felt like they should. And they were fighting and wanted to fight with their supervisor about this performance evaluation. And here's the gotcha. That evaluation had nothing. They did not use that evaluation in promotion or raise determination. It did not factor at all into this person getting the promotion they wanted and the raise they wanted and the bonus they wanted. They still got an amazing bonus and the bonus wasn't even based on their evaluation. And so I had to stop them and say, what the heck are you fighting about? What what impact does this arbitrary rating have on anything that you care about it doesn't impact your bonus it doesn't impact your raise it doesn't impact your promotion why do you care right so know when to stop so let me give you those five things really quickly because I know many of you are in this situation because it's performance evaluation time and that time is rolling so it could be any time of year there's no particular time every organization does it differently at different times but I want to give you those five really quickly. One, make sure that you are asking questions, not making statements. Two, don't argue. Three, support your stance. Whatever you believe you should have gotten, make sure you have the documentation to support what you believe you should have gotten. Four, try to solve your dispute with your evaluation at the lowest level. And number five, know when to stop. Don't waste time and energy when your energy and time is better suited to pursue something else other than rebutting your performance evaluation. So good luck out there. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U. P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.